I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome. Recently, I realized that I have driven 10,000 miles in four months. <laughs> Incredible. From Texas to where I am now in Montreal, Canada. And I thought I would take a moment to jot down some 10,000 mile reflections um, here in Montreal before I head to Toronto. And this is kind of inspired by one of Malcolm Gladwell's books that 10,000 hours is what's required for expertise in in something. And I'm not sure that 10,000 miles qualifies me as an expert, but nonetheless, here are some thoughts. I added three and a bonus. So the first is to slow down. And the thought I recorded on this is going fast may get you there a few minutes sooner, or it might overstress you, be dangerous to you and others, and be expensive. And the obvious thought about this is, is you know, driving f too fast on the highway. That obviously can create a lot of stress in you, trying to be hyper aware of anything. You have a slower um, window of time to react. And so, of course, that can be more dangerous and getting a spe speeding ticket can be expensive. But I thought about this also in terms of, of life. You know, sometimes we rush to get somewhere quickly and we think that by being so focused and, and going really fast toward our goal, that that's the best route. But I think the same comments apply. You know, that can really overstress you. It can be dangerous if you're accidentally skipping steps in your rush to achieve a certain goal. And it can be expensive because you, I always say you pay for what you don't know. <laughs> so when you're going fast and you're just taking the first available option and not really giving full time to consideration, you're not necessarily taking the most effective or efficient path. You may get there, but is it worth those things that could be lost in the process when maybe you're just saving a few weeks, a few months, or even a few years off of a you know, a, a process that allows you to develop and grow as you move through it at a measured pace. Just a thought. <laughs> the second is focus more on where you are than where you are going. And I kind of like this reflection because this too has a, a direct correlation with traveling. So sometimes when you're traveling, you're focused, hyper-focused on the next destination, whether it's a new city, a, a new restaurant, a new attraction, whatever the next thing is, that can take up a lot of your present moment planning time if you're traveling like I am, kind of on the go. And what I've done in this road trip is only gotten a hotel when I've arrived at the city that I'm going to. And the reason for that is so that I'll never feel that I have to push, even when I'm tired, to drive to the next city to get the hotel. I'd rather allow myself to 
take measured pace. And if I stop somewhere sooner, I'm not feeling that I'm wasting money or tied to that other reservation. So similar in life, you know, when you are focused on the next achievement or the next vacation or the next milestone, whatever that next thing is, when that gets your attention, you're completely out of the the mode of appreciating and enjoying the moment that you're in, the place that you're in, the time that you're in. You're you're trading that present moment fulfillment for this idea that you'll be fulfilled with that next thing. And so you're kind of postponing your own contentment when contentment is always available. It's what we are. So it's just dropping our thoughts and our focus on the other, the the future thing, sometimes the past thing, and just really appreciating where we are in the moment, the people we're with, the nature that surrounds us, all of those things really give us an opportunity to live life in this moment as we imagine that next milestone moment will feel, that next vacation. We can have it now, but we just tell ourselves that a vacation has to have these certain ingredients. And so we postpone that feeling of contentment, peace, and relaxation for that future state when it is always available now. We just have to drop any thoughts that suggest it requires other things. So that was number two, focus more on where you are than where you're going. And then number three, I have be kind and ask again. Sometimes new doors open with kindness, determination, and repetition. And you know, this this has happened a couple of times, you know, on the road trip where I arrive at a hotel kind of late at night and I'm planning to leave the next morning. And the first rate that I get quoted is, you know, the super high premium rate. And then I, I just kindly say, you know, thank you for finding an available room. I'm just staying for a few hours. Might you have a lower rate? <laughs> Inevitably, they check again. And oftentimes, I would say like 90% of the time, I'm given a lower rate. And I think it's because, you know, the first answer that you get for anything that you ask is, is, it tends to be like the standard, this is the right thing to say. But once you add like a measure of kindness and humanity into the request and the inquiry, it's like, oh, okay, like I can put myself in that person's shoes. Let me see how I can help them. And that's because of the kindness and also your um, your willingness to see how that person is trying to help you and to kind of infuse some degree of, of interest in your in your side for a more preferred outcome, I'll say, <laughs> a lower cost or whatever. And, you know, that practically on a travel um, example, that makes perfect sense. But in life, I think too that so often we're so quick to hear the no and walk away from the opportunity or to hear the answer that feels like the barrier is too high for us to pursue whatever it is that we're, we're trying to pursue. And we think, okay, they said, no, I'm, I have to go do something else. But the universe responds to our, our determination. And so if a person says, let's say you want to be an astronaut and you have to achieve ABC 
and you get to the you know requirements desk and you haven't done A, B, or C, and you're sent away. Now, some people might say, okay, being an astronaut's not for me. But a determined person will say, oh, that's just three things. A, B, C, let me go do this. And they go do those requirements. They come back to the desk. Then they may be told that D is required. But the person at the desk sees that you had that commitment to do A, B, and C. So maybe they give you a suggestion on how you can do D very quickly and achieve your goal. Whereas before, when you're just told ABC, you weren't given any helpful hints. This is a very random, (laughs) generic example, but it just means that when you start on the path, the path appears and help appears along the path when you are, when you're kind and when you're determined. And so I I wanted to share that, um, that reflection because I think that we are we're sometimes too quick to be reactive in the negative. If someone tells us something we don't want to hear, we're just like, oh, that's crazy. And then, you know, the other person doesn't have that feeling of, of, of compassion or of humanity, shared humanity. But when you have that kindness, it somehow like triggers that, you know, that base instinct in all of us, which is love. Love is what we are. So kindness is such a beautiful key and, I'm so grateful to my parents who always said, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Such a great lesson that I still carry with me. And I definitely think when we treat everyone with kindness, even people we don't think can help us, we find that um, that they're the guides. <laughs> and when we're kind to everyone, the guide that we were just nice to is, is all of a sudden much more willing to participate in our in our development and our evolution. And so finally, I wrote a little bonus um, reflection or lesson from this 10,000 mile journey. And it's been a key for me, and it's to recharge in nature. City life can be great, but taking a moment to step away and eat something green <laughs> is more energizing. And I think about this, you know, I I am, um, as one of my dear friends, my sister Alfie reminded me last night, I I am a person who can be very, um, can be very focused, you know, and I have a vision and I I achieve the vision or the vision manifests itself. And sometimes in the, in that focus to get from point A to point B, there can be exhaustion. And I, I have to, me as the person has to kind of check in sometimes on my energy levels to say, okay, should I just take another day? And that happened here in in Montreal that, you know, I looked at the, at kind of the opportunity to spend time with friends and, and to rest. And I said, you know, I really need to stay in Montreal two nights. And thankfully that worked out that I could do that. But along the way to get here, there are times when I just stop um, a city that is called Great Falls, I'm like, oh, they must have a waterfall. Let me stop there and just stand by the waterfall in the midst of this you know, long drive. And I find that those stops, those pauses really, really help me. They energize me. And they may seem to be a detour because it takes longer to get where you're going if you stop sometimes. But actually, those pauses and those stops can be 
the very thing you need to continue on. And I added the note, eat something green, because some places in, um, at least from this road trip, you know, they're very like fish and chips, meat and, pota- meat and potato type places. And when you're just eating, you know, what's available, that's survival. You have to do that. But if you can find a way, if possible, to find some fruit or some vegetables, a salad, <laughs> those things are great fuel for the body temple. And whenever I, um, you know, whenever I'm able to do that, I definitely feel much more energized and, um, and it's just, you know, a reflection and, um, something that I've, you know, wanted to share from, from this journey that I've experienced real time. (laughs) And, um, and I hope these reflections give you something to, to think about, and I'll just read them again. Um, So the first was slow down. The second was focus more on where you are, where you are than where you are going. The third is be kind and ask again. And the fourth is to recharge in nature. So I wish you wonderful journeys and an appreciation of where you are and every step that you take along the way. All are equally beautiful and the destination exists in every step that we take. So when we take time to appreciate where we are and are able to observe all that's happening, the good and the perceived bad, and see that it's all part of this beautiful divine play, there is a beautiful and um, and heightened experience that we have. It becomes somehow more magical and wonderful when we recognize our opportunity to live this life that we're living and to make it whatever we want it to be. So may you be kind to all that you pass along the way. May we help each other. May you live free. (laughs) It's what I always wish for you. Namaste.